everybody welcome to geeky dads talk about geeky things i of course am jj johnson and joining me on tonight's show is none other than my wife ashley johnson who joined me back in october when we talked about our top five scary movies and then of course josh smith is back on the show for what like the 20th time i think eh, like third or fourth for sure yeah for sure something like that all right so tonight we're going to be talking about our top five or not top five we're just going to be talking about our top dishes for fourth of july or backyard barbecue so this doesn't have to be a specific fourth of july episode but it is going to drop you know right before the fourth so josh let's just start it off how you doing man how you been i'm doing pretty good uh summer's been pretty busy you'll see youth youth group stuff and work stuff and life stuff and just lots going on yeah you have been like going 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 like all the time i feel bad for you, you had youth camp of course you're a youth minister yep. and uh had a big youth camp going on that was a crazy time and then uh yeah you just you just seem to go now you just wrapped up you obviously folks josh has a youtube channel and mr disco man studios Did i say that right uh mr disco man mr disco man i it's just i'm just subscribed to it i just see the notifications <laughs> when they pop up so uh you just wrapped up your first season of minecraft stories that you've been releasing on yep. there how'd that go yeah pretty good um so this was the first time i've actually done the YouTube side of things, but technically it's season two of our survival multiplayer server. Um, and we wrapped up kind of the storyline for the season. Um, so got a lot of projects, you know, with Minecraft, there's always something else to build, something else to do. Um, so, you know, I'm still making videos every two weeks on Sundays at noon. Uh, just put out my 33rd episode. So I've been going for about 10 months now. Uh, August will be a full year. So um, here we'll be starting season three probably this fall with some of the 1.20 update stuff and more adventures and more chaos to happen. All right. So, folks, if you enjoy watching Minecraft or playing Minecraft or just enjoy Josh because so he's such a great guy, just go watch his videos, subscribe to his channels. We'll leave a link in the show notes. Now, Ashley, you've been busy. Yeah. Taking care of two kids over the summer. I feel like it's and, more like keeping them alive, but sure. Yeah, keeping them alive. We just finished VBS a couple weeks ago. Ooh. It was brutal, man. We were both exhausted. Uh, Ashley did snacks, I did games, and it was just control chaos, I think is the right word. Yeah. Loud. <laughs> yes, very loud. So, all right. So, folks, Ashley is the owner, co owner of Wicked Sarcasm Candles. And she is also a book blogger and a very active on Bookstagram. So on Instagram, she has, is at Bringing Up Books. And she's on the show tonight because she actually has a culinary degree. Spent 15 years running a cafe at a large church here in Edmond. And of course, Josh is on the show because, like me, Josh likes to do some backyard cooking. And mm -hmm. I, I'll, a full disclosure, folks, I, I can do some things, but I would not do things nearly as well if it wasn't for Ashley constantly <laughs> correcting me when I screw up. And that happens. Wow. Quite often. Wow. <laughs> no, seriously, I am horrible. Like I would burn things or dry them out. And uh, she is completely a master at fixing my mistakes on multiple levels. Now, Josh, we have. 
we have a lot of things in our backyard uh, mm -hmm. kitchen area. We have a smoker, and then we have a, a pellet grill, kind of like a Traeger, but ours is Pit Boss. We have a uh, a griddle, although I think Ashley and I both agree we're kind of ready for an upgrade because it gets kind of crowded on there, even with five smash burgers. So, mm -hmm. and then of course we have a pizza oven. What brand is that pizza oven, Ashley? It's a rock box. Okay. So it's a rock box and that thing gets up to like, it's got the pizza stone inside and that thing gets up to like almost 700 degrees. I um, think can go higher than that, but yeah, it's oh. hot. So it gets hot. So we do a lot of backyard cooking, uh, especially in the summer, but we make a lot of pizzas, smash burgers, Love to smoke some ribs and uh, you know pork butts and Josh, you kind of you kind of do a whole th whole different things. You do you you've made donuts in the past, but you've also like to smoke meat as well quite a bit. Mm -hmm. What do you enjoy doing? Yeah, so um, I started with a master built vertical smoker um, a handful of years ago, and it worked out pretty good. Um, it was kind of good for me to kind of get my feet wet into the whole smoking meat thing. Um, it didn't do a great job at getting a good smoke ring, which is where the outside of the meat kind of gets that red texture and you get that smoky flavor. And, and so it was all right. Um, I ended up the frying the electronics out of it and, uh, upgraded to a Daniel Boone, uh, pellet smoker. Um, so it just, you know, you dump the pellets in the side box and I'm pretty sure I can fit four pork butts in that thing um so it's not a huge giant one but it's big enough that you can fit enough food um what i'll do you know in the little neighborhood that i live every once in a while i'll put the word out and smoke a bunch of pork butts and sell sandwiches out of my garage um do some caramelized onions and some toasted buns and it's a good time we get lots of people that show up got some people who text me pretty regularly hey when are you doing sandwiches next so <laughs> it's pretty fun Okay, so it is an eight-hour drive from our place to you. <laughs> I'll let you know next time we're doing sandwiches. You know what? We might just hop in the road and go just because, I don't know, <laughs> drop the kids off at some place and just head out. So, uh, folks, if you hear a dog barking in the background or two kids screaming, full disclosure, that is our children and our dog. And they are all literally sitting outside the bedroom door whining she wants in she's just barking to be let in so yeah yeah it, it's it's always chaos in our house josh, josh our kids are kind of in that stage where they're just constantly bickering and fighting oh, yeah. are you have your kids passed that stage or are they still there no you know my, my oldest my, my son is 12 and so he typically has learned the stay out of the way <laughs> mantra of life where my two my daughters 10 and 6 they they are the fighters they will go at it they'll they're the arguers they're the this is what i want to do why can't i do it so mm. you might hear some life going on in my house too you know i've got a dog and three kids that are still running around because it's summer and that's just how it is all right well tonight guys we're going to talk about our top five dish or just i keep saying top five because i'm so used to doing the top five episodes <laughs> We are going to talk about our top favorite dishes, our favorite dishes, mm -hmm. our favorite side dishes, and our favorite desserts, all to be cooked in a backyard barbecue or primarily for the 4th of July, because let's face it, the 4th of July is coming up. And I still think we're deciding on what we're going to do. If we're doing smash burgers 
or if we're going to smoke meat. I don't know if anybody's really told me yet. Somebody asked me yesterday, Ashley's sister, and I never gave her an answer. So let's start off with some of our favorite dishes. So, Josh, I'm going to let you go first, and then um, and then I'll let Ashley go, and then I'll kind of chime in if if you guys haven't named any that I, I, I've thought about. And then we'll move on to our side dishes. But, Josh, why don't you just kick us off? What are some of your favorite dishes for a backyard barbecue or for, you know, the 4th of July? Sure. So my favorite thing to make and eat is smoked ribs. I love some St. Louis style pork ribs. Um, I I pretty much subscribe to the three two one method, uh, which is three hours on the smoker and then two hours wrapped in foil. You know, add a little bit of apple juice or something, kind of keep some moisture, and then take that foil off and put them in for one more hour, uh, all at about two twenty five. Um, but I I do things a little differently. Um, I think there's a pretty important part in preparing the ribs is pulling that membrane off so that you don't get that chewy bit in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a mustard rub and then uh, I kind of have a mix that I use. That's, that's not a store-bought one, but I just, it's a lot of brown sugar, paprika, salt, pepper, you know, you don't have to go super fancy. I think I do like a little extra salt on the ribs because it kind of um, just cuts that flavor out a little bit. Um, but Rather than doing the last hour just with them back in the grill, what I do is I pull them out of the foil and I go ahead and I slice them. So I cut them into their individual ribs and then I put them on the grill, a nice hot charcoal or gas, whatever you got, a nice hot grill. Um, What that does is it firms up the meat a little bit, kind of gets a little char to it um, so that when you bite it, it doesn't just completely fall apart, but you can get some good texture to it. Um, sometimes I'll sauce them. I like them sticky and messy, uh, but you don't really need to when you've got a good seasoning or a good start to them. But I love, I'll throw two or three racks in sometimes when we have people over and just, just go to town. I like that. Now we kind of, we kind of do the same three, two, one method. Although, you know, one of the things with the three, two, one method, you kind of got to, you just got to gauge it, especially in that mm-hmm. last hour or those last two hours. Cause sometimes it, you know, depending on how many pounds of meat you have on there, but I like the three, two, one method. Now Ashley does something similar with her, uh, with her seasoning as well. It's, mm-hmm. it's got a, I'll let her tell you, but we do the mustard as well. I think we do Dijon. I'll let her chime in. What do we do on ours specifically? Usually we rub it with Dijon because I just like it better than yellow mustard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it matters though. Either would work. Um, but we use, it's actually salt, pepper, paprika, brown sugar, and then um, garlic powder. And a, it's got two tablespoons of coffee grounds. Okay. So it's like a coffee rub. and. Nice. It adds really nice flavor. It mm. kind of offsets the brown sugar a little bit, um, but it crusts really nice and it adds a lot of flavor to it. And it goes nice. pretty well with any barbecue sauce if you don't like them dry. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we like to use a. I think it's called a honey hot hot uh, by Kinder's. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Kinders is pretty good. That's one of my favorite sauces. When I we used to use Head and Country, just, you know. One, because they're an Oklahoma company. Come on, folks. But, um, you know, that was that was the big one around here was 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 head and country. But 
I, I like this Kinder's. Kinder's is good barbecue sauce. You're not even saying it right. Am I not saying it right? What am I saying? <laughs> You're saying head and country, and it's just head country. Head country. Mm. All right. Folks, Come full on, disclosure. Folks, we're from Oklahoma. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> folks, you will hear my wife roast me multiple times, and it is totally okay. So don't take offense when you hear the, her sarcasm towards me. Why would they be offended? We most recently had used Sweet Baby Ray's, though, before yeah. Yeah. we used the Kinder Hot Honey. I'm a big fan of Sweet Baby Ray's. I like their hot and spicy. Um, I, you know, some people, they don't like sweet meat. They want it to be more savory. Some people want, they don't like the spicy. They just want it to be sweet. I like somewhere in between, you know, like hot chicken, kind of some of that Louisiana style heat to it. But I don't like hot where it's just hot for hot sake. I like hot for flavor sakes and sweet baby Ray's usually does it for me. All right, Ashley, what about you? What's one of your favorite dishes to use on a backyard barbecue or cookout? I mean, I feel like you can't go wrong with burgers if they're done well. I think my favorite burger would be a smash burger. Always a burger on the griddle is my preference. But we've also made some good smoked burgers, mm -hmm. and those are good. Plus, like for a crowd, we could fit a lot of them in the smoker, and you don't really have to tend them. So that was that we did that one Fourth of July, and it was a really good option for like not having to stand over a hot grill because they mm -hmm. kind of cook low and slow. So, um, but burgers, I think, because then you can like divvy up toppings to people, and you don't have to like bear the brunt of all of it, and people can customize it, which is nice. Yeah. Now Ashley is. I think she went like two or three months. And I, I mean, she still does. I mean, I'm not saying that, but back in February, she had a goal to not buy any bread products at all and to make it all. She's had a starter named Barb that has been going since, uh, you know, I think March of 2020. So it's about three years old now. And so we've made hamburger buns. We've made our own uh, bread. We've made our own uh, hot dog buns. And actually, they're, they taste better than the mm -hmm. store-bought ones. And uh, so we'll take those homemade buns and, and put those, butter them up or, you know, put them on the grill to kind of toast them a little bit. And those go really, really well with burgers. Now, I like a smash burger, too. I think one, my one of my favorite dishes is I just like a, a good pulled pork sandwich. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's I mean, but I think the key with a good pork, obviously, it comes down to the pork. Is it tough or is it tender? I I you know, it's hit and miss sometimes whether you get good and it really comes down to the cut of meat you did, how good the quality of the meat is. But I just love a good smoky and we use a lot of apple wood or we use pecan wood, but mostly apple wood. But, um, we, I just like a good pulled pork sandwich. It's, it's, it's fun. I don't do a whole lot on it. I don't dress it up. Um, I don't put coleslaw or anything like that on it. It's usually just, you know, the meat, some barbecue sauce and the bun. And that, that's the way I like it. But I like a good pulled pork sandwich. So that's that's one of my favorite. Josh, what's another one of your dishes you enjoy? Any others out there? Um, well, uh, chicken wings is a good classic. Um, it's something I've been doing a little bit of lately. Um, uh, you know, whether you're a, a flat or a drumstick fan, you know, 
just it's good old sweet barbecue chicken you know you can sauce them up however you want to um i made some recently and did like a korean gochujang sauce on them and it was pretty good kind of has that uh, korean spice to it um but what i'll do with with wings is the same thing i do with ribs is once they're about 80 90 percent of the way cooked you know you throw them on that hot grill for just a little bit so they kind of get some char firm up because sometimes you know chicken wings they get that little bit of skin that's kind of like yeah i don't know about that but you throw it on the grill and it, it gets nice and crispy um that's that's a pretty good one all right yeah i like chicken wings too but man the price of chicken lately mm -hmm. especially the wings uh it's just outrageous right now so <laughs> i'd like to see the price come down a little bit I'm pretty fortunate because I, you know, I live in the Midwest. You know, I'm in Missouri. You guys are in Oklahoma, but we've got a pretty big Mennonite community, and mm. there's actually a store less than an hour away that they typically have chicken wings that are that are pretty heavily discounted, and they're not expired, which is usually <laughs> one of those red flags you got to watch out for sometimes. But um, please explain the less than an hour away comment. My store what? is like two minutes away. Oh, well, I'm rural Missouri. I, I am an hour from a Starbucks, an hour from a Walmart. Um, I'm I'm pretty rural. <laughs> I mean, where he lives is like, it's like, it's like Mulhall was. Uh, but Mulhall was closer to a Walmart. I think they were like yeah. minutes away. But I mean. Which being an hour away from everything is kind of what has driven me to cooking more to trying different foods to figuring out you know i it's not necessarily a fourth of july thing but i make some pretty mean sushi and it's because we I just live far away from stuff yeah yep. i think we started cooking a lot at home when we had kids because you can't take them out they're like mm -hmm. animals yep so it drives you indoors <laughs> away yeah. from the public yes it does all right ashley any other main dishes that you enjoy I mean, I feel like back in the good old days when we could afford brisket and it didn't mm. cost you to like pawn your child for a brisket, um, brisket was great. Like on the smoker or we even used to just before we had the smoker, we would cook it low and slow in the oven, which thinking mm. about that now, I'm like, oh my gosh, imagine how hot the house would be. What a dreadful idea. But um, we loved doing brisket like on the fourth, but good night. You can't afford it. Like it would be a luxury or you could find a good deal maybe around here at least. Like it's every bit of 90 bucks and up mm -hmm. for a brisket. It's crazy. I've still not tackled a brisket. That's been one of those meats that it's expensive enough that I don't want to try it and then fail or dry it out or something. But uh, I've Have got a friend. Have you seen people doing chuck roast mm -hmm. style like brisket. I think I, I would like to try that because yeah. I think you can afford chuck roast. Right. And you don't have to respect the meat quite as much as you right. do. Right. Yeah. All right, folks. And all that just went over my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, here's one, here's one I like, and we don't do it. We don't do it often enough and then we'll get on to our side dishes, but I like, a good pulled pork taco, like a street taco. I know it's not like your traditional backyard barbecue type, you know, but I, I love Mexican food. I love chips and queso and chips and salsa. 
Uh, I'll eat those like an attic, but I like a good street taco with uh with pulled pork and you know I just to me it just it's it's or a brisket bowl or something like that you know, or a, you know not a brisket bowl a burrito bowl. What's a brisket bowl? At, well, we can make something up if we needed to. Yeah, uh, you but make yeah, a bowl out of the brisket or <laughs> an edible bowl. Yeah, we got, we got the market brisket. here. <laughs> All right, now you guys are just ganging up on me. So it was bound to happen. Was, yeah. But anyway, I, I, I like a street taco. So, all right. Uh, what about side dishes? Ashley, let's start with you. What are some good side dishes that you, you enjoy? I mean, I feel like it's such a cliche, but I have to say potato salad because if you're talking about barbecue and whatnot, there's typically someone who brings a potato salad. Now, what you really hope is that someone brings a good potato salad. Um, I make potato salad that is not the mustard-based potato salad, so a lot of people kind of turn their nose up because they're straight-laced like mustard and all the things. But ours has red potatoes, fresh dill, green onions that are chopped up, and then you mix that with um, half mayo, half sour cream. And it's, it's nice. I don't know. I love it. I will agree that it, that is an amazing potato salad. And I'm, I was never a big potato salad guy. Um, same for the same reason. I'm not a big devil egg guy. Um, I'll eat it. I, you know, but it's just, it's not my favorite. Josh, what about you? What's a good side dish you enjoy? Well, I was just going to chime in on the potato salad. That sounds like my kind of potato salad. I'm not a fan of where they're, it's just dripping in mustard. Um, my mother-in-law actually makes a really good potato salad. That's a light, not a lot of mayonnaise, just a little bit, a little bit of relish or kind of some pickled something in there. And it's, I'd eat that all the time. So, well, I'm going to tag into your uh, street taco vein. And uh, I have a brother-in-law who makes uh, street corn. And it is killer. So you grill it, rub it with a little bit of mayonnaise, some butter. Um, he gets, I think it's, I'm going to not pronounce this right, but I think it's like tamarind or something that you put on there. That's like the spicy Mexican seasoning. That's is it like the tagine. Tagine. There you go. Uh, whatever that is. It's, it's not something like they put it in candy and stuff. And I think it's disgusting, but you put it on yeah. this, on some street corn with squeeze some limes over it or something or some lemons and I think they put, yeah, like the mayonnaise and, and uh, Parmesan and stuff on there. And it's, it is killer. I just uh, was with my family, that family over the weekend. And we had that Friday night and I was pretty excited about that. Everybody's busting out the cameras to film you while you're eating it. Cause you just kind of just get it everywhere and you make a mess and having the beard, you just kind of get corn all in where it needs to be and you just enjoy it. But I have not made that, but something that I'm, planning to make here soon and i think my wife and i were just talking about this earlier uh is to do a street corn dip so that's something i'm going to try this fourth of july and we'll see how that works out nice a street corn dip I, i'd be interested send me a, a few pics of that if you would absolutely I, yeah i like street corn a street corn's good we've done uh corn wrapped in foil placed on the grill but um, street corn, yeah, man. I, I didn't think about that. We may have to try that this weekend. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Mine's going to be so cliche, but I got to go 
with just a good backyard barbecue bean. And I'm talking loaded down with some bacon. I love a good barbecue beans with barbecue sauce and bacon mixed in and cooked and baked. That to me is all we'll eat like four or five helpings. And I'll even get the barbecue chips, like the Lay's barbecue chips, and put those on my plate and just like scoop it up. I mean, so I, yeah, I know it's basic. I know it's simple. Maybe it's, it seems that way, but I just, I just like a barbecue bean and we don't have barbecue beans. I'm sort of disappointed. So, all right. Any other side dishes that you guys enjoy? Ash, you got any others? I mean, I don't know. I feel like you always have to have some fresh watermelon on the 4th of July, but that's not really much to talk is about. Is that a dessert or is that a side? I think it's a side because mm. I feel like desserts have to have added sugar, not mm. just be naturally sweet. I don't know. <laughs> Do you eat your watermelon with salt or without? Without. I'm not a big watermelon fan, actually. So. Bad day. I know. JJ, I, I've got without. A... Oh, without. I can't do salt on my watermelon. Have you tried it though? Yeah, I have. Okay. Just not me. I, it's just. Not I me. need video of you trying it on the Fourth of July. <laughs> Send me a polo. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll send you a poll of me trying salt on watermelon on the 4th of July. Well, I've got one more side to bring up. Okay. So my wife does this, these special green beans. And it's not like your typical Thanksgiving green bean casserole. Uh, it, again, is loaded with brown sugar and um, soy sauce and bacon. And it's really sweet and kind of has like a caramely kind of texture to it. And, you know, you can't get the beans where they're real mushy or anything like that, but you kind of want some texture to it. And man, it's, it's so good. You know, by the time that you're done with your pulled pork sandwich, your baked beans, you got these green beans, you just kind of scoop it all together and have one big bite with all that flavor in it. It's pretty good. You probably need yeah. this recipe because JJ keeps bringing in green beans from the garden and I'm running out of things to do with them. I'll send you a recipe. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we have gotten a, because of all the rain here, we have gotten a ton of green beans and a ton of squash. Mm. And uh, I would just wish my tomatoes wouldn't have blossom and rot because of all the moisture. But hey, my green beans are looking good now. See again here in Missouri, we actually have the opposite. We just had an email from our county yesterday that we're under a burn ban. Because it's Ooh. so dry, so we can't even shoot off fireworks this weekend. Oh. I'm pretty sad. Man. See, usually... So, like, you would have to travel to, like, a city, like, sponsored fireworks show to do them then, yes? Um, Will the city still be doing it? Some, like some of city? the cities, I think, will. And it was just for <laughs> our county. And technically, there's our county, and there's a lake, and then there's another county. And I can see it from my front of my house, and so... Maybe I could just go across the lake and shoot off some fireworks. Maybe somebody might show up with some police sirens. I don't know. Don't you know like the sheriff of that county or something? I do. I just saw him tonight, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Which could make it awkward if you break the law, JJ. That's so. true. It, it, you know, but, you know, maybe you could slip him a, a few hundreds. Right, right, you know, no one's bribing cops. That's so not okay. Especially we not don't. publicly on the internet. 
We don't sponsor <laughs> bribery in any nope. way, political or law enforcement. All right. All right. So this uh this episode just got deplatformed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. So we're moving <laughs> on. <laughs> dessert. Uh. All right, Josh, let's start with you on dessert. All right. Uh so I'm gonna go with my personal favorite first, and then I'll go with this thing that my wife made recently that's like just ridiculous. But uh, you know, the one thing when you're a kid it's hot outside. And you come running inside, and you reach into the freezer. What's the first thing you grab? One of those like a flavor ice pop. A flavor <laughs> ice pop, but you got to go with the Italian ice brand. So it's Italian ice. Oh, but it's like in that you know yes. ice pop shape thing. We have thing. those out in the freezer right now for the kids. Yeah, we've got a ton of them, and that is, I mean, <laughs> I'll smash three or four or five of those because it's just like drinking a Kool Aid or something, but. The Italian ice ones are so delicious. They're really, they've got a really good texture. They're not like real crystally or mm. the, it's not like ice. It's like more like that creamy like Italian a ice. In a yeah. Tube. So good. Uh, I'll take that over just about anything on a hot day. Yeah, those are great. Uh, we have them in our little outdoor fridge out there on the deck and uh, mainly for after kids get out of the pool and stuff like that. Um, but I, I love them. I like those. We didn't, we usually got the, the other ones, but these, this year we got in the Italian ice ones and we have, we have both. We're connoisseurs of pop ice. Um, yeah. we have the Italian ice and then in the other freezer in the garage, we have the other ones. You just don't know that they're there. Oh, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see desserts. Ashley, I'll let you go. Cause I'm going to think about mine for a second. Uh, homemade ice cream, I think. Mm. I had to pick one. I mean, it's nice on the 4th of July because you feel like you can eat some ice cream, but then also have something else because you don't have to take a huge bowl or you can and no one's going to judge you. So um, I'm not really a huge fan of pies necessarily. I mean, I'll eat it. It's not like I dislike them, but... I would choose ice cream before I would choose a piece of pie. Now, how do you make your homemade ice cream? Cause I got a machine for <laughs> Christmas and I used it one time and it cost me almost $40 to make a pint of ice cream. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. I mean, what kind were you making? Did it have gold flakes in it? And like some truffle oil? Yes. Gold flakes. No, it truffle was oil. Mint, mint chocolate chip. Well, I mean, I feel like you just kind of, you just kind of have to find a a recipe on I don't know online. Pioneer Woman has one, but cream I mean can be expensive half and half. But a lot of time you just have to make kind of like the custard version on the stove where you like you know the tuck eggs, the eggs and all that mm -hmm. stuff and then freeze it. So just depends on what flavor you want, but. Leave off the gold flakes and save a little cash. We'll try that. My mom makes Butterfinger a lot. Mm -hmm. um, that's good. I feel like you can buy those like Ben and Jerry's like mix-in things. So you could make something like cookie dough or I think the next time I make it, I'm going to make Oreo because that's what the kids like, but I've never made that before. Mm -hmm. So we just have like a little one. 
that you stick the canister in the freezer and freeze it overnight and add the stuff to it. But yeah, that's what we have. It's a KitchenAid brand, I think. Yeah, it's pretty easy. And like we have a deep freeze, so I just keep it out there. So I guess if the mood strikes me, I can just make ice cream on a whim. But there you go. It's pretty easy to use. Josh, if I tried to make ice cream and it was left up to me, I would be spending like 150 bucks. Listen, I have a really great like copycat pinkberry frozen yogurt recipe that mm. does great in that ice maker and it will not cost you. I think you use I buy like one tub of regular Greek yogurt and one tub of plain like regular yogurt that's not Greek yogurt and some sugar. Like that's all it takes and it's delicious. So It sounds like we're doing some recipe swapping now. Yeah. So you can top that with berries or any kind of anything that you would put on at the yogurt shop. And nice. it's a little lighter than ice cream and it's not that sweet. It's it's more of like the tart yogurt mm -hmm. that you get at the yogurt shops. So that's a good one too. Nice. That might be a good thing to try next. It won't cost you much. Good. Um, kind of cooking off Ashley's now. Josh, we have this peach truck that comes down from Colorado, uh, like this peach. Can, what's the, what's that place called, Ashley, that we go get? The Cunningham Peaches. peaches. Cunningham Peaches. Can you get them to sponsor you? Can we get a free box of peaches? You know what? <laughs> hey, if you are out there working for Cunningham Peaches, <laughs> please sponsor us. <clears throat> and go back my Kickstarter while you're at it. <laughs> I had to get that Bug. in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, Cunning, there's a there's a peach company uh, truck that comes down from Colorado, Cunningham Peaches, and we'll go get a box of peaches uh, or two boxes of peaches. And these peaches are unbelievable, and they're they're big. Now we have made I don't know if it's if if it was peach cobbler or peach pie. I think it was peach cobbler. Actually, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. You said we, so you are taking some ownership of this. Ashley, you should remember since we did it together. <laughs> We definitely did not do it together. <laughs> Ashley. I think, I think because there's so many peaches, it's likely that we made multiple desserts. So I, I'm sure we made a cobbler and a pie. Actually, it was a cobbler pie. I'm not even kidding. It's a cobbler pie. It's pie crust on the bottom, peach filling, and then there's like a cobbler topping. Mm -hmm. That's probably what you're thinking of. Mm pop probably i have no idea <laughs> you just eat it you just eat what comes on your plate i just eat it and it's hot and it's good with ice cream yes. that's what i know and so i like that i like a good peach cobbler or cobbler pie uh, that's hot that you can just sit there and let the ice cream just melt all over i like that that's a good dessert in my opinion i don't think we got peaches this year i think we got cherries we the peach truck hasn't come. They don't come until August. Okay. So yeah. cherries are coming next week, but the peaches won't be here until August. Okay. So anyway, all right. Is there any other desserts? Because we're going off off the rails with this one. So I'm trying to look to see if I can't find the recipe right now. But um, my wife made a dessert where you take the bottom layer of like a, a pan, like a brownie pan and you put ice cream sandwiches down and then you put a layer i'm pretty sure that it was like marshmallow fluff or something and then you put another layer of ice cream sandwiches and then i'm pretty sure it was like some ice cream that was soft so we had to kind of like half melted it 
and then you put your chocolate and peanut butter and whipped cream and all that other junk on there. And then you freeze that overnight, and you, when you bring it out, you can cut out these little cake slices of ice cream sandwich goodness with messy goodness all over it. So she made that for, I think it was one of my kids' birthdays this year um, a couple months ago, and I think she was just saying that she was going to try to get some ice cream sandwiches ordered for 4th of July this year. Nice. Nice. Pretty good. That, that sounds good. Actually. Those are nice too because you don't have to heat up the house to make mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. or if you want the kids to help, like they can help put sandwiches down or scoop ice cream mm -hmm. out if you're willing to put up with the mess of having children help you in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, no baked desserts are great when you don't want to heat the house up. Yeah. Now, we don't do a lot of pies or anything. Um, my wife is actually from New Zealand. And so another dessert, I know I'm taking two here, but another dessert that we'll do every once in a while is uh, a pavlova, which is like a meringue, mm -hmm. egg white fluff. And then you put berries and whipped cream and all that. And, and that's something that I can eat a few helpings of. And it's delicious. Nice, nice. All right, well, that's all I got. Ashley, do you have any other desserts? I mean, I feel like you could talk about desserts all day long. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I feel like anything homemade is good. Like anything you take the time to make. The kids love brownies. They like chocolate chip cookies. The mm -hmm. most, like, cliche. But that's what they eat. You get too fancy and the kids won't eat it. So... You know, we did, I think last year we did, did we do like a dessert kind of board and just piled up different stuff on there? Yeah. We did that for some holiday and that worked out pretty well because everybody could take a little bit of something mm -hmm. and the kids had options. I think anything that you can give them options is better. All right, folks. Well, for those of you that are listening, if you have a favorite backyard barbecue dish side dish or dessert drop it in the comments on this link that we leave in the facebook group and uh just let us know or if you didn't like any of our ideas and you just thought they were gross and disgusting remember the complaint department is jason c joiner at geeky dads geeky things and he'll take care of that complaint for you all right, folks, this has been Ashley, Josh, and JJ, and this has been Geeky Dads. Talk about geeky things. That is a wrap.